This week, on an all-new episode of Crazy Train of Thought, brought to you by the Idiot Savants, join host Ryan Wolf, Pokemaster Troy Osborne, and Colin frickin' Giffy for rants such as... Like, first time I shot myself in the head, it was the scariest thing ever. Freaking Territory Wars, that's what it was. Oh, fucking hey. Do this for fitting on his butt and not going outside. Okay. And there's the nuke or napalm. Check a look. Welcome, everybody, to Crazy Train of Thought, brought to you by the Idiot Savants. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am your host, Ryan Wolf. On today's episode, I have... Pokemaster Troy Osborne. Pokemaster Troy Osborne is here. Thank you for joining us, Troy. Freaking Colin... <clears throat> Giffy. <laughs> <laughs> Just Giffy? Colin Giffy's here. Yep, I'm here. We Back are at it again. live from Savant Studios. Savon Studio. Yep. Live officially. We've got <laughs> not live. Video. Yeah, it should be fucking though. live. We got audio. We got the Elgato. Other things going. We got the we got the dual streaming PC set this up. Took me like three hours, probably, <laughs> if not longer, to set this hey, stuff. I know it's you guys are probably crispy. listening and around a group of people, or maybe in your cars, or maybe just alone in your bed. Just go ahead and clap a little bit. Yeah. Just Don't do clap. it if your parents are home in the next room. Just just go ahead and just a few a few little a few claps. little. Yeah, yeah. Just like that. You don't want to. You don't want to do it for too long. Just don't. Take my advice. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. What you been up to? Not a whole lot, man. Okay. Just everything working. but video games. Yeah, basically. What the fuck? You <laughs> realize know. you two are on, on a video a game video podcast, game. right? You're, like that's the thing that we do each week. I is don't like have sit my down switch no more. And talk about <laughs> video games. I have a PC. Generally. <laughs> Can when I you, do, when I have time to play video games, though, I play Call of Duty. So I've played Call of Duty. I'm not just talking about Call of Duty every again, week. again, yeah, every exactly. week. This is the Call of Duty. I'm sorry cast. that every day my brother calls me, "Dude, get on Call of Duty." I'm like, oh, "Fine, I was gonna play some of this, but whatever." Next week we I was will gonna talk play about some Minecraft Titan Dungeon. Quest Anniversary, yeah. which also has co-op now. Titan Quest Anniversary. All right, you want to talk about Titan Quest? I haven't played it yet. You told me to save it till Titan next Quest week. And here we are. Titan Quest is something. It's a game in 2006 made by THQ or published by THQ. Okay, right. Um, and it's one of those uh, top-down hack and slash games, role-playing games. Takes place in uh, Greek mythology. Okay, so. But so yeah, it's war. like a lot of loot and stuff like that. And the only thing I really remember for it is killing a bunch of big monsters and then having somebody say, your inventory is full. <laughs> you cannot hold anything. Uh, you cannot hold anymore. Your inventory <laughs> is full. God damn it's like, it. that's all I remember from that game. Uh, right. right. Yeah, overburdened. It, my brothers have been <laughs> playing it and I was playing on, because my brother, like, we were, we were on the computer the other day and he's like, you're both on Steam. He's like, dude, you have Titan Quest? I was like, no. He's like, it's on sale right now. I was like, nah, dude, I don't really feel like spending the money right now. All of a sudden, ding, a gift has arrived in your Steam library. <laughs> just like he did with freaking PUBG. He was well like, what done. in the world? I wish yep. I had money to just be like, boop, you know, here's a free game. Have fun. Do with it what you Well, will. you blew all your money, Colin. Yeah, you I could did. have money for games, but you blew it all on a new I PC. did. As stated last week. Mm-hmm. 
So we didn't talk about that. Okay. Yeah, we did a little bit talk about. We don't it. need to talk about it. Uh, but you've been playing Hyperdot. Yeah, Hyperdot. I did play Hyperdot. Um, Hyperdot two. Is that out already? Hyperdot as well. Yes, Hyperdot is already well. made a yeah, new <laughs> <game>. <laughs> sequel. We didn't get him on for that interview. So for those of you that out don't know, uh, we talked to uh, Charles McGregor uh, about Hyperdot. He's the developer at Tribe Games. And he told us a little bit about the game and the process of making it. Check out that episode. We interviewed him for the pod. And then Colin and I played a bunch of it, and we put it up on the YouTube channel. And it recently came to Game Pass. Yep. So It's on PC, and it's cross-compatible too, right? Yeah, well, yeah it's, it's cross-save. Cross cross-save, yeah. So that, I noticed that, though, because I was playing on a PC a couple weeks ago. And I was just, I wasn't doing, I was playing it super into it. I was just playing a few to see how it would play. Um, and then I think I do like playing in a control a little bit better. Really? Yeah. But Man, we thought for my, sure that the, that yeah, the, 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 the mouse would, would be better. Be better yeah. yeah. But like back to the other point. Um, yeah. So I was playing on my, on my PC and then I was like, okay, I got to like level 10 or 11 or whatever. And then I booted up on my Xbox one the other day mm -hmm. and then it was like, oh, starting level 12. And I was like, oh, so I just downloaded HyperDot for the first time on right. Xbox. So apparently it does it does have cross save. Okay. So that's really cool. We should ask Charles how that works. Like does Microsoft works? just take care it's, of all it's that? Probably, on their end? yeah, probably. I mean ask him. It makes sense because you sign with a Microsoft account in order to play it. Right. So. That's a good point. But I don't know about Steam because I don't have it on Steam. Right. So I should probably be careful about when I say cross save because I don't know if it's Microsoft through Steam, but in the Microsoft store through my regular account. I Microsoft would imagine account, it's, it's cross save. Uh, yeah, through Xbox. I don't know about Steam. Like Xbox Game Pass PC. Yeah. Unless you bought it on PC on Steam, yeah. then that's how you've yeah, accessed exactly. the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I it also has me curious is if, if um, Master Chief Collection cross save or not necessarily cross save, but like when it comes to your multiplayer account, like say you're level forty on Xbox, right? right. And then yeah. would you be level forty still on? I think so. On PC, I, feel like I mean, I, I don't think it's cross compatible. If it? you're playing it through the Windows Store, but if you play it on yeah, Steam, it's Windows Store. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense because it's two versions of the game. From what yeah, I, but understand. I'm saying, is it cross compatible through Microsoft Store and Xbox? Yes. So it is cross compatible with that way, okay, I think. Way. But if you were to buy it on Steam, which why would you? Because you have yeah. Game Pass, okay. right? Yeah. But anyway, back point. to back to um, Hyperdot. But I didn't play a, a whole lot of it. I got pretty far, and I felt like I was doing worse than when we played it the first time. I don't know why. <laughs> dude, you were like, wrecking me. I was. I was just like, dude, in I the recording, it's well. I noticed that like whenever I focus too hard, I suck. Yeah. But when I actually like. Like kind of you gotta relax your mind, mm -hmm. like relax, not relax your mind. Not yeah, like relax your eyes a little bit and just kind of like see, like just just like see everything around it, like your peripheral. You use right. your peripheral more, and then you can avoid everything way easier. That's what I've noticed. And there's also a way I did so another thing I picked up on when you pause the level, um, it'll show you how the level goes before you even start. So if it's a certain pattern, you could remember the pattern. Oh, and I wasn't really? doing that on purpose. I just had to pause and looked at the screen. I was like, wait, that's how it moves. So I just have to ah. zigzag back and forth. And then I did nice. that. I was like, oh, so you can cool. see like pockets where you can hide out. Yeah, pockets you can hide nice. out. We or, like, totally yeah, missed that. We did. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. for when they follow you though. Because uh -huh. if yeah. they follow the dot, then it's different every time. That's a good point. It's a fun game, though. For yeah. these listeners who don't know Hyperdot is, like I said, we go go watch the interview with uh, Charles McGregor. Yeah, and it's 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 just get a little bit of explanation for it. It's a game you you play as a little dot, and there's a bunch of obstacles that come af after you're in a two D. Well, it's like a two D three D game. It's like 
Well, you're in a two no, D. It's, it's a two D plane. Yeah, yeah it's a two D yeah, plane. Okay. But like they can also they also like, like put in three D objects though. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah. I mean, like a lot things of pop the, up as three D sometimes. I think it, yeah, I think it's more like the, the like a, I think it's more of like the shaders that make it. Yeah, yeah it's the shaders. It's more of a pop than yeah, it's a, more of a pop. actual three D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a two D top down game, and you play as a dot, and you have to avoid shit coming after you, basically. Yeah, and it's really obstacle fun. avoidance. Game. And like it's like there's different t- types of um, enemies. Enemies. Uh, different types of levels, like some of them have time limits, some of them you have to, um, well, I don't know about time limit, I think it just count, keeps counting up. Right. Yeah, it just keeps counting up and how fast you can beat the level. So your so, time limit is... Oh, there's also a time that counts down, too, yeah, that you, you, have to, you have to survive for a certain amount of time, so there's kind of both. There's, a, there's yeah, there's about, what, four different game modes? There's the one where you have to collect all the, the little dots... Then there's the one where you gotta stay alive for so long. Yeah, and there's one to stay in the circle. Yeah, yeah the circle. I mean, each map brings its own specific thing, yeah. and there's over a hundred courses. Yeah, there's no good way to explain to it unless Charles. you guys play it or watch yeah. the video. So we do, probably, have, we do have a gameplay video on our YouTube, and we also have the um, interview, which throws in some of the the gameplay as well. Yeah, yeah. so that's you a good could way throw to some of the video in. Yeah, I'll probably throw some of the video in here for the video people. Um, for those of you that don't know, we've been doing video podcasts. We're so doing them every out. week YouTube. Now. It's There's not a just link an occasional right thing. Oh, okay. I will put a link there. Troy. Bam! I just, bam! Too late. You know, ready? I can't just push bam. the button. Bam! Yeah, we're just making like things harder for Ryan to edit. Yeah. Ryan, ball Absolutely. fire around my fist right now. Boom! Oh, God no, damn it. <laughs> oh, he's going to have to do it. He's like, assholes. I don't send, know how to do a ball spend of 20, fire. 20 minutes. Yeah. You're just going to put a JPEG how image. How to ball of it's fire. It's a JPEG image right here. <laughs> In my hand. Wait, my hand. There yeah, go. there you go. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Well, that's cool, man. I'm glad you've been enjoying Hyperdot. How much time do you think you put into it? About an hour, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I good, get, good I got, time. I think I got yeah. about 30, 30 levels into it or something like that. So I haven't gotten nice. quite all the way, like not even halfway through. Yeah, but yeah. There's, there's a lot of good levels, and it's gotten a lot harder as you go. So it's, it's definitely really enjoyable though, but also frustrating. <laughs> yeah. like, beat it this is. Level. Yeah, it is frustrating, like it's like, but it's definitely that like one more. Yeah, it's just occasionally yeah. Yeah. It's like shit. Oh, dude, again. We were again. we were playing a couple weeks back, playing Hyperdot with the family, and I'd hand Emmett the controller for a little bit, and he'd play. And he'd get mad, Dad. It's your turn now. I died too many times. Right. And then I handed it to Brenda, and she wasn't expecting it to be an ice level. She's like, "Your controller is really bad. There's something wrong. This thing's fucked." <laughs> and then she let me buy a new controller. <laughs> <laughs> you did that on purpose, Troy. That was on purpose. I told her it was an ice level, though. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just the controller. <laughs> this controller is messed up. <laughs> like on our Switch, the controllers are really bad, which yeah, I'm getting those fixed. But Dude, I've kind of come to the realization that maybe I don't like playing games on my Switch. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I can't like play anything right yeah. now because of the way my sticks drift. Well, that digital joystick is so fucked. Yeah. Like, I played a little bit more of um, the Journey to the Unexpected, the Away Journey to the Unexpected that I've been checking in with here and there. And I made it through a few more levels, and um, I've got a couple more companions, and um, just, like, it is so fucking inaccurate if they did not let you move while you're in the air in that game, I would be so fucked. Like, 
because, I mean, the game's not a super well-controlling game anyways, and then pair that with the fact that the joysticks are digital yeah. on that fucking controller, they're on or off. You were right. The yeah. joysticks, too, are also digital. So there's not like... Just move it a little bit. Yeah. Like you're either fucking running or you're not moving at all. Yeah. And it's annoying as hell. And I think some games do it. Like, do you use some sort of a movement, like to sl go slow and then faster? Because I know Mario does that. Yeah. In Odyssey. So they have the capability of doing it, but it's not great neither. Boy, I wonder. I wonder how they work that in Mario, because in Journey to the Unknown or Unexpected, for sure, it's it's on or off. Yeah. Like you are either moving or you're not moving. Yeah, and those are your options. And you you still move with the left joystick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's first person controls. Yeah. So move with left joystick. Yeah. Yep. Move the camera with the right. Um, yeah. It's not. It's a good game. Yeah. Um, I don't usually like games that make you start over when you die, but so far, still sticking with it here and there. Um, you have no idea how hard it is to edit your yawns out. I just want you to know that. I'm sorry. Come I, on, man. I can't help it. I just yawn a lot. I can do it with my mouth closed. What are you, Snorlax? <laughs> Slow like Right now, I'm yawning. That's impressive. Fuck, fucking a. I'd yawn the whole time. Yawn though. like Colin. If I hold it like that's holding in a yawn, and then I have to yawn again. Okay, Colin, teach Troy well, as soon My as ways. we're off air how okay. to yawn with your I mouth closed. I actually gotta yawn like really legit, bad. Dude, come on, man. <laughs> now we're all gonna yawn. God damn it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I <laughs> oh, why did you have to say anything? Fucking a. I quit. Um. No. What have you been playing, Troy? Uh, right now I'm playing Pokemon Go. Okay. Other than that, Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah, like it's been. Did you play with Grief Burrito and those guys? I have not got to play with them Dude. yet. It's so hard to get on their schedule. Like, right. I, they, I don't, I don't expect them to stay up super late at night to mm -hmm. play with me. But if I have a day off where I can play at one our time, right? Then I can play with them when they're on. Yeah. It's just I gotta have time for that to sync up and. Every time around one o'clock, I'm either working or we're off doing something as right. a family. Right. So So for those of you listeners that don't know, Grief Burrito is a fellow podcast, fellow podcasters from the UK. Uh very good yeah. gaming comedy podcast, very similar to what we do. I like their their um, um spooky burritos also. Yes, they those do are really good. Uh basically like uh horror episodes. Like a conspiracy kind of episode uh, that we've done a few here and there, um, so yeah, they're Shout they're pretty cool guys. guys. Shout out to those guys. So I played a bunch of Saints Row Three Remastered, mm. and I played probably five hours of it on Saturday. So um, you know, jumped in, did the. Did the definitely the intro and got through a bunch of the main story quests and then started some of the DLC. And I forgot how fucking funny that game is. So the very first, like the setup to the game is basically like in the second game, you took down the Altor Crime Syndicate. And they were like a a business slash crime people thing like mafia kind of deal and 
having taken over their business, you are now like national celebrities. The Saints are national celebrities. And so your guy is running the Saints of Saints Row, who are no longer just a gang. Now they are a multimedia conglomerate and like doing movie deals and like commercials and they have their own energy drink and it's all just kinds of dumb shit. The whole, it's just so much stupid and I, <laughs> I love it so much. So the beginning is you and your crew uh, have decided to go old school saints and rob a bank. Because it's been too long since you've done some crime shit. <laughs> it's been too long. It's been too long. So you are like going back to your old ways here and you're going to go rob a bank. So you go into this high rise bank and you dress up as yourselves and you rob a bank wearing masks of yourselves. That's hilarious. So that's already awesome. <laughs> um, and you have like, like I've played that little part. voice things that change your voices and... You have all these kinds of awesome weapons in the first segment. And so you go through this bank and you're just wrecking people all the way through. And then um, you get to the vault and you the vault's locked so you can't get through. So you have to go upstairs and blow a hole in the floor. And then you also blow a hole in the ceiling. And now you have called in your helicopter, oh buddy. My gosh. And you've got a helicopter this vault out of this high-rise building. So... The helicopter comes, you hook up the hooks to the vault. Yeah, the I don't know how the heck you just do that. It just has hooks, just like has whatever. Hooks. That's how they got your, it there in the first place. Suspend your disbelief, yes, probably that's how they got it there in the first place. So it's very like like Fast Five, I would say. Like yep. where they Is that the one where they steal I the bank so, vault for, yeah. and they drive it around? So physically impossible, but it's amazing. With, bouncing around with, with those chargers, they just get yes, chargers. They with can the chargers, pull. exactly. So it's very much like that, except <laughs> cars. You have helicopter. So uh, you're you're with Johnny Gat and Shondi, and then Pierce, who is they're all three from the second game, um, and you you're the leader, like I said. So Pierce is in the helicopter. Shondi and Johnny Gat like go to defend all of the people coming at you while you're on the bank vault. So you are holding onto the cable that is hooked onto the bank vault while the helicopter, like you're on a roller coaster ride, basically helicopter lifts it up and you guys are flying through the city with the bank vault and you are shooting down helicopters while you are on top of the bank vault with an LMG and you're one-handed reloading the LMG. What? Well, <laughs> holding on to the cable. <laughs> what in the world? Like I said, suspend your disbelief a little bit. And uh, so what you eventually find out, and this is in the first five fucking minutes, is that you've stolen the bank vault of a fellow crime syndicate who is now fucking furious that you've stolen from them. Oh, boy. Uh, so basically you end up in, I believe it is Steelport instead of Stillwater. So the first two games were in Stillwater, and the new game is in Steelport. And so you don't have, like, all of your crew is in Stillwater. Yeah. So now you've basically got to start over. The crime syndicate steals all your money, and... 
There are a couple of like crazy things that happen on top of the things that I already explained that are not necessary for the story purposes. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that have not played Saints Row 3, that's in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, that's wild. Like it's fucking bonkers. The whole game is at 11 just constantly. And so you you start over and um, that's basically where I'm at right now. So I've got myself, um, I've got Shondi, and I've got Pierce, and now us three have to rebuild the Saints in Steelport instead of in Stillwater. Wow. So there's a bunch of different missions you can do, and there's a bunch of different activities. Like, it's kind of like going off of what the Grand Theft Auto franchise established. So Mm -hmm. you steal cars, and you can take them to chop shops, uh, but you can customize your car, and... Um, you can buy places so that you like, uh, like shops where you accrue money. So you just walk up to a building if it's for sale and you can buy an apartment complex. And now you get a certain amount of hourly money accrued because you bought that building. And there are three different areas on the map that you can take over. And those things that are on the map, um, that's how you take over that area. So you you buy the shops, you buy all of the things that are uh, there to buy, you do the missions that are in those areas, and I'm just kind of getting started on, like I said, I did some of the DLC, which does not really make a whole lot of sense if you haven't already done the main quest, mm-hmm. actually, because um, the first bit of DLC has to do with Johnny Gat, and Johnny went missing, and so... In the DLC, the first thing that your character says is like, oh, I've missed Johnny so much, but like it was fucking 12 minutes since I saw him last. (laughs) So that doesn't really make sense having started that DLC immediately after I started the game, but you totally can. And um, so I I took over a couple of areas and like I kind of forgot how difficult the beginning of that game was. So I don't have any money. I don't have any crew. I can't call in anybody. I don't have any cars. Like I'm in this shitty fucking apartment. Um, and I did do the first like story mission where you get a uh, where you get a like pad to hang out at. You get a, a quarters for your crew, mm-hmm. and that is one of the best uses of music that I've ever experienced in a game. So they use, and I, I don't think I can do it on the pod because I'm pretty sure it's like a licensing violation probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to give spoilers either because it just, every time I do this segment and I've played this game a couple times, it just brings a huge fucking smile to my face. Like this is awesome. It uses Kanye West's power um, which you'd probably recognize if you heard it. You may not yeah, recognize it immediately. Uh, I, I probably know. Um, and it's so fucking good. Like everything about it is awesome. The timing, like they have repetitively done this so that the way the timing works of the song, you should be pretty much done with that mission by the time the song Song's finishes done. playing. Mm-hmm. And there are segments that happen at the right times in time with the song. Oh, that's awesome. Impressively, like, it's good. It's so fucking good. I love that. That's, like, the thing they use a lot of times in movies, like, lining up the 
Like even in trailers, you see yeah. it. Like it goes yeah. with the it goes with the uh, the music, and like every hit, every reload, every shot lines up with the freaking song. Right, it's so awesome. And it's so much easier Baby to Driver. do. Have you seen Baby Driver? No, dude, that's a perfect. You like Baby Drivers for the would use I? Of that you okay. would. The whole movie is about this guy who basically drives for people. He's a driver for people who do heists. Okay. So, and he listens to like music. Driver. So, yeah, it's like driver. So, every time, <laughs> whenever somebody does a heist, he puts on his earbuds and he listens to music while he drives away from the cops. And okay. it, everything lines up with the music. It's a really good That's movie. pretty cool, yeah, actually. You'd like it. All right. I'll yeah. check out Baby Driver. Uh, that's much harder to do in games, though. Yeah, like, I know. Because yeah. you have to, like, play through it. It's not just something you're watching. You exactly. Have to, you have to time it with you going through the game, progressing through. Yeah. yeah. So I, I am always impressed when the Volition guys can manage to make that happen. Like, they do. They have a couple segments in the fourth game as well. And there are multiple music segments in this game. Like, I have gone through three of them, but there's probably eight. Like, there's one for each character uh, for there's like, um, I'm pretty sure it's in the third one where you've got like loyalty missions basically. And there's one for each character as you do the loyalty missions. It may be in the fourth one. Um, but in the third one, I did notice some things like, first of all, it looks beautiful. Like the screenshots and I took a bunch of videos while I was playing, like the lighting that they changed and the graphics that they improved and the character animations like everything looks really really fucking good it's definitely the best looking saints row game that i have played ever uh definitely looks better than the fourth one which was actually released on xbox one yeah. back at the launch of this generation in 2013 um and i really hope we get a remastered fourth game like they, that would they be remastered cool it. Mm, no they remastered i played it on it says re is it reelected or is yes, that the correct? So that was re-released, oh. but not remastered. Okay. Like it still, yeah, still I basically play, I looks play the same. I play reelected on my on my PC. I started playing it, but yeah. I'm not far in it yet. But yeah, yeah. So they but they took some pains to make this game look a lot better. Like the lighting when it rains, when you're driving in the rain, all that looks really really nice. Um, I did notice some things about. The mission structure that I maybe didn't love, um, like in terms of, uh, so for instance, in the DLC that I played, like my character has a time limit to go do a thing. Like that's mm -hmm. the next segment is, okay, get in a car and go do this next thing. But you can't get in the car and leave until the other two NPCs also get oh, in the car. No. Yep. So what I went to Legend do. out all the time. What I went to do, because I when I started driving away the first time on the mission, they just teleported into the car, which I was like, okay, that's better. That's I better, can drive nice. away and they will be in the car. But when I did the next segment of the mission, that didn't happen. So I get in the car and I start driving away because the motherfucker didn't jump in with me. And now I have a timer to go back and get the guy ticking down, as well as a timer to go the other fucking direction to go do the other mm. part of the quest that I'm supposed to do. Oh my God. And I'm like, God damn, now I have two timers <laughs> in opposite directions. So I was kind of, I, I ended up making it like the time wasn't that constricted that I wasn't going to make it to the next segment. But I was like, well, fucking great. I hope I have enough time to do both things. I was just kind of annoyed by it that they included that 
in there, like just either let me do it, drive away and teleport or don't. Like or why don't, only yeah. sometimes have that yeah. be the case? And those kind of things I think have been like ironed out as we've gone through uh, this generation of games because this was obviously a previous generation game and it seems like they've more or less kept the way those missions work completely intact. Yeah. And it's more of a visual facelift than it is any sort of like complete reboot. Like it is an actual yeah. remastering and for just the like graphics. Redo every single file. And, right. Yeah. Right. So that's a little bit of a bummer that some of that stuff could have been ironed out. I didn't really run into any glitches though, so maybe they ironed out some of the glitches. And being as or seeing as how that game came out at the end of last generation, there were segments about that on 360 that didn't run super well. Yeah. And I didn't notice anything in this game where I was like, oh fucking hey. Um most of it ran really well. Like Blowing up cars and even blowing up six or seven cars at a time with a rocket launcher, all of that looked really nice. All of it ran really well. Uh, I didn't have any trouble there. That kind of uh, reminds me of uh, when I replayed Crackdown on my Xbox One. Right. Because right. that game took a Xbox 360 and basically made it implode a lot of times. Yeah. And you started doing yeah, a lot of stuff sure. at once. And on the Xbox One, it's like this game is nothing. Mm-hmm. I like guess uh, the graphics don't don't look much better. Right. They didn't really do anything to it besides they optimized it better. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite games to just go back and just play because it's like your Saints Row to me is Crackdown. Right. Right. Because you get the superpowers and I like that's one of my favorite things to do is just jump around and collect all the agility orbs. Right. So I've went back so many times just yeah, to I mean, play that. Saints Row 4 is yeah. like a spiritual successor to Crackdown. Yeah, and I've heard that, but I, I've just never had 4. It's so. good. I've, well. Like to go from, like I was a Grand Theft Auto guy, and Crackdown I feel like did the whole Grand Theft Auto in a different way a little better to my taste. Yeah. Than um, like Saints Row. Yeah. Sorry. But... Like, in general, to me, like, that game just felt better to me than Saints Row did. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because Saints Row takes it a little too far for my taste. Right. Or a little too stupid, yeah. a little too 11. Yeah. yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. But I I feel like I should go back and play it again. Maybe Maybe four. Um, I mean, I would, I would maybe recommend jumping in with the remastered version of three. Yeah. Like Andrew was asking me for games to play a little while ago and I had already given him Saints Row. Yeah. I said, play Saints Row. So now that the remaster is out, like I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. So fucking good. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think some of the like mission pacing could be a little bit better having only gone through a couple of them. Uh, it's like, well, they're like, they just make games differently now. Like yeah. you can tell, it doesn't flow maybe as well as it could. Yeah. And um, one thing I did notice though, while I was playing it, I thought like, last generation, everybody was trying to like chase Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Like in a lot of ways, and oh, even yeah. prior to the last generation, that's what people were trying to I do. Mean, you know, we got like True Crime. Yeah. 
Uh, Saints Row started as a Grand Theft Auto clone and then went in a different direction. Uh, games the, like Sleeping Dogs. What was the other one? That was one? Square Enix's Watch game. Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. Yeah, mm, for sure. Of. That's kind of a, um, a Grand Theft Auto inspired game, yeah. certainly. Grand Theft Auto with hacking. I guess it was. Right. I guess it was the first Saints Row that was like at around the same time as the PS2 Grand Theft Auto games, right? Uh, Saints Row. The original was a launch game for the 360, basically. Okay. So Saints Row hit at a time when Grand Theft Auto was not yet on next-gen consoles, yeah. so 2005, 2006. And that is what got a lot of people into Saints Row was like, okay, here's this game that's kind of like Grand Theft Auto. You already love playing Grand Theft Auto. Here's your next-gen Grand Theft okay. Auto. Or and was it looked it, really good, played really true, good. True crime. True crime was, yeah, Los Angeles, and I think they did New York. They did, I'm pretty sure they did two Those of them. Those are the ones that were, like, at the same time, but they did, like, silly things that Grand Theft Auto didn't do. Right. And kind I, of I've like never Saints played, Row. Yeah, I've never played true crime. There was also that uh, open world 50 cent game. Could you be thinking of Blood in the Sand? No. So that that was real. That was real. <laughs> I I know that was real. I I like the the other. There was a couple of Fifty Cent games. The first one I think I played. Yeah, and I liked that one a lot. I was reminded of that game not too long ago, and also the Def Jam Vendetta oh, fighting game. Such a good game. <sighs> but Def what Jam the point Vendetta. of the point I want to talk about on the podcast was like we did not get much new IP for this generation. Yeah, no. true. Like, like definitely not open world IP. Like, did games just exponentially become harder to make in terms of open world games? Like, I think because they have to be so massive now. Like, think of how big the map is for Red Dead or right. how big the map is for Grand Theft Auto. Right. I mean, those are big maps. For sure. Um, Witcher is massive. That, ah, fuck. Yeah, the Witcher's a good point. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. The game is I've ne I haven't even made it through half of that map. For sure. I mean, I guess I guess we did get f well, no, Fallout's not a new franchise. We had Fallout 3 on 360. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just bummed. They're not I guess. they're not like new IP, but I think it's just that they're so like these games are so big now that the smaller developers just can't keep up. I like playing Saints Row 3 Remastered made me want a remastered version, not only of 4, yeah. but also of Sleeping Dogs. Like, I played all three of those games probably within two years of each yeah. other. I remember you talked a lot about Sleeping I, Dogs. I did. Sleeping Dogs is really good, and it's already on this generation of consoles. And it's remastered. I mean, it's... I mean, it, it looks better, yeah. but it doesn't look great. Like, I it doesn't they, look like Saints Row 3. They remastered it, right? They improved the visuals okay. at launch... But, and they they gave it a definitive edition, That's let's say it that. Definitive so it, it wasn't remastered, it was the definitive edition, yeah. which was like, upgraded visuals for new, for next gen, and DLC. Yeah. So, we got the same and thing with uh, Tomb Raider. We that free. Mm -hmm. with, yeah. With Xbox Live. And I already, I already had it. Yeah. Um... Because it was one of my favorite but games you, of last You had generation. told me, yeah. like, you made sure to tell me that month, this is free, make yes. sure you get it. Please claim this, because yeah. Sleeping Dogs is really good. Uh, Haven't got started yet. But it, it or just, no, I started it, I just didn't get that far. It, it takes more getting used to than something, something like Saints Row, just because Saints Row plays so much like Grand Theft Auto yeah. already does. Yeah. 
Um, you'll be immediately familiar with it. But Saints, or, or sorry, Sleeping Dogs takes Batman's combat, yeah, that and it puts it into like... the open world of um, like an open world game, and that takes some getting used to. Because I do not like Batman, and yeah. I do not like the way those games play. Unfortunately, I, I just don't like it. I can't do it. I I don't like the time button presses. Um, you don't like that, like Assassin's Creed. You don't like the time button pressing there, like the countering. I didn't. Let's see. What's the last one I played? Unity, probably. Unity was the last one I played, and I didn't really care for the way that worked. You don't um, like countering systems in general, or primarily, probably, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I guess. I mean, that's a good way to do melee games, melee based story games, though. Like, I mean. I mean, obviously, you have your guns and stuff like that. But there's no really good way to do swords unless it is some kind of parry system. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Otherwise, it's, really it's just hard. button mashing. Like Otherwise, it's just press X until they die. I and do that a lot in Assassin's Creed games. It's like just they'll they'll die eventually. Yeah, I kind of or just I'll prefer lose, the press X until they die. It's I don't easier know. to do it for me in Assassin's Creed. Like if you once you get the countering down, because it's just like you can take down a whole squad of people relatively quickly mm-hmm. as long as you're just countering at the right time. Which I think Assassin's Creed, especially four, did it way too easy. Like Assassin's Creed four is way too easy to take down people. It's just yeah, like, counter stab, counter stab, counter stab, and you're you're through the game. Like right. Yeah, but I haven't played a lot of the newer Assassin's Creed, so I don't know if it gotten, it's gotten if better it or, it or whatever. Worse. Yeah, I mean, what are what are you guys' um, uh, some of your guys' favorite new IP for this generation? Like Call of Duty doesn't count, Fallout doesn't yeah. count. Um, those are probably two of the franchises I've played the most. Yeah, Paladins is technically a new IP. I think that counts for sure. I played a lot of Paladins, Overwatch, I'd Titanfall, say PUBG. PUBG counts. Uh, PUBG or Apex or a lot of the battle royale games were this yeah. gen. Yeah. yeah. So and that's what a lot of pe- like places focused on, like a lot of companies focused on was doing the battle royale games. Um, I mean even VR for me. I mean oh that's all. That's new a good IP. point. That's all yeah, new. Yeah, VR is a good Especially point. Especially PlayStation VR, like they, that's a whole new IP too. Like that's a whole new introduction to gaming. Right. Right. Which they didn't have that on PS3 or anything like that. So or Xbox 360. Yeah, I didn't they think about. It I didn't think about VR. VR. Like yeah. VR is huge. It's like a new IP in itself. Yeah. Like, really. Yeah. Yeah. So if, entirely. If new I platform. had to go with a game that wasn't multiplayer, that was a new IP that I thought was my favorite, it'd probably be Unravel. Okay. Nice. Unravel. I yeah. haven't played Unravel two. But that game, like, the story just, it it held you there. Like, it wanted you, you wanted to finish that story. Yeah. And it probably hits me different because I'm a super family-oriented person. Mm-hmm. And that's all, all that's about is, like, the connections between people, whether it's family or not. Right. That the whole game is about that. Yeah. And it's super, like, I, I wanted to play it over again. And I did. I played, I think I played through it twice. Just to you know, make sure I got everything and right. And that that was a really cool next gen game that didn't have to look really good, but it did. Like it looked right. really good. You're a little yarn guy, but everything around you is amazing. Isn't the guy's name Yarny? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. That's super That's cool. how I remembered what the name of the game was. I Googled the <laughs> Yarny. Oh my God. I'm trying to look up some different ones because I, I bet there's a lot more than I'm thinking. Well, GameSpot put out an article because um, it's kind of been nice with this, everybody like being on shutdown and yeah. stuff like that. Like Kotaku, GameSpot, IGN even, like they've been writing actual like critical thinking style articles. Yeah. 
that are kind of fun to read. Like I, they don't really yeah. like people have it like they're so busy covering news that they don't have time to like, let's reflect for a minute. Yeah. And GameStop put out an article, uh, sorry, GameSpot, my bad, uh, about like, let's reflect on the last 10 years of games. Like, let's go back to 2010 and think about what games were like then versus now. Um, there was a lot less indie games, for sure. I think a lot of the new sure. IP, like yeah. a bunch of it's indie games. I mean, mm-hmm. you yeah. think of uh, My Friend Pedro. Right. I mean, that's yeah, not a super that, big indie game, but it is. One. That is a huge yeah, one. one like, is, and then what was the other one that was um, like that? Like, oh, uh, Cuphead. Yeah, Cuphead is that's yeah, a good one really for sure. One that was yeah, I mean that one had even support from from Microsoft yeah. pretty heavily for sure, um, and yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about some of that because some of the things they brought up were like okay, in 2010, microtransactions were barely a thing. Yeah, like Call of Duty had microtransactions, loot boxes were not a thing. No, correct. Um, Free to play almost didn't exist except for on mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. Crossplay obviously was a pie in the sky. Yeah, this definitely. is a thing that we maybe want. Battle Royale did not exist as a genre, uh, primarily. I cannot vouch for when PUBG started, but that's kind of what they were saying. Well, I know a lot. Of, like it's kind of stupid, but Minecraft had a battle royale kind of thing for a long time yeah. too. Like there was one called. There's like a. A lot world. of them were just called Hunger An Games. An online world, yeah, like Hunger Games. Exactly. They called it yeah. Minecraft yeah. Hunger Games. It was just technically a battle royale, but it wasn't like any of the big new IP that we see today, battle royale. Like, I don't know when PUBG came out. I know it was in the early works before, maybe before Xbox One, but I, I don't know for sure. They had developers on talking about like, okay, in 2010... They were just launching the Kinect and the PlayStation I and the Wii had motion controls. Yeah. And the Wii was still one of the hottest selling consoles in 2010. And so the idea was that like, okay, I guess we'll just have motion controls from here on out. And um, that kind of didn't pan out. Didn't stick. Like, no, the Wii was a hit and miss. I mean, a lot of people are like, okay, it was cool. We got Wii bowling and all right. that good stuff. I think but Wii like, is still didn't... one of the best-selling consoles ever. It is. <laughs> it is, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Because it motivated people to get moving, and they're like, yeah. oh, this is the console I can buy my child to get them to actually do this for sitting on his butt and not going outside. You know, so that's, I mean, plus you have, like, titles like Smash Bros., Mario Kart. Um, Super Mario Brothers, things like that. Right. Yeah. There's a lot like of was, really good. Yeah. It was very innovative for especially. sure. But like it, like freaking Star Wars. No, that was Connect. Never mind. Star well, Wars yeah. Dance. Star Wars dance game. I mean, even Connect. When you look at that, like that game is not great. It's not. And it's nope. funny when like the Emperor's like, "Let me do it myself." He's <laughs> like doing all these stupid freaking Star right. Wars moves. Yeah. Yeah. That's so stupid. I mean, it's it's like. And if anything you could do with a Star Wars game, you chose to do that. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, it brought it. I think that's what kind of inspired VR, though, too. I mean, a lot of the motion Was the Kinect and motion yeah, controls. Motion controls. I, I mean, don't know necessarily about the Kinect. Right. Like, kind of like the Wii controls, like the the PlayStation Move was a thing. The six-axis um, controller. I mean, we grew up at different times. So, like, in 2010, Colin, what do you think the games were that you were playing? A lot of it was like Call of Duty, Little Big Planet, Metal Gear Solid, because that was a lot of PlayStation. Okay, but, gotcha. Um, yeah, I didn't play a whole lot of movement stuff. Mm-hmm. There was that PlayStation 
PlayStation Eye game that I ended up buying that was like the Kung Fu Live. Okay. We had such a good time playing it. It was so stupid of a game, but it was right. fun to play. Um, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I there's there's just, other than in VR, there's nothing like that anymore. It's true. There is nothing and like that. You're right. VR like is... consoles aren't offering that. I mean, obviously right. the PlayStation, but that's PlayStation VR. Yep. Like that. Yep. You've got to buy that separately yeah. for an additional $400. Exactly. Like... Four hundred dollars. Uh, was I don't know what it oh, is. Yeah. Right. I think it's like I think it's like it. almost three hundred now. Okay. Yeah, it was when it launched because it's not as good as like the Rift and stuff. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I guess maybe I could have predicted free to play games coming because that was. I mean, I played mobile games in yeah. two thousand ten. Um, there have been free to play games on PC for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, that's um, very true. I mean, back when I was just getting PCs when I was a kid, it came loaded with games. Yeah, and yeah. when I'm a kid, I'm like, pinball. I don't give a fuck. Freaking I play pin fucking pinball, pinball, pinball cadet, space yeah, dude, pinball, space cadet. whatever the fuck yeah. that game was called. Hey, game space cadets two thousand or something stupid. Awesome, dude, it was. I that still want to play that. Game. Yeah, like, for sure. Pull, pull out my freaking uh, Windows XP, dude. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. I bet you, I bet you they I, have an app for that game. I spent probably an hour and a half. Check if they do. About three weeks ago, researching a game online that I played on my HP PC back in like probably 2006. <laughs> and it was a loot based dungeon crawler where you just had to. Go through and loot and kill and was it on the the wild tangent? Yes, yes. on iOS. Old space pinballs, what it's called, space oh cadet. God. But That's I look awesome. at space cadet, and it's literally the exact same thing. It looks the exact same. Yeah, I don't remember what that game is called, but so I played that I game do. a lot. It was called Fate. Fate, yes. yes. I played the crap out I of that game. I played so much fucking Fate. Dr. Fate. In 2006. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it was on my age. We didn't play Titan Quest? I didn't play yeah. Titan Quest. I couldn't remember... Like who published it? I couldn't yeah. remember Wild Tangent or anything. Like, like I that. remember Wild Tangent because I played that game. They had the chicken invaders. Yep. Yep. And and I played so much of that game circa 2006, and I spent hours yeah. looking spent, up what that game was. I spent a lot of time playing Flash games around that time. Like for I sure. Remember, yeah. Oh, we did at school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did while well, we were still working. Congregate.com, dude. That was like our addicting games. And I mean, yeah, again, those are free to play games. Yeah, those are like ads. Kind of, like, there yeah. was like the Saw side ads, coming, like ad supported. Like, right, there weren't videos that popped up. There was like side ads. Right, yeah. right. You clicked on them, you might as well, you might end up on a porn site. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's how <laughs> it was, man. Kids game site. Hey, yeah. it was a kids game yeah. site. There's a lot of blood in these games. <laughs> flash blood, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that. Those were the the edgy days of the internet. Oh gosh, now it's it? all new ground stick wars. Yeah. Stick Wars 2, like, oh. What was Stick it? Wars was good. Or what was it? Is that what it's called? Or, gosh. We always get into flesh. Territory Wars. Yeah. Freaking Territory Wars. That's what it was. You gotta, like, place your little stick figures around certain places, and then they have to, like, shoot each other from the distance. I can't remember. I mean, or, well, I had this game on my phone. I literally have an old PC Flash game on it <laughs> because I love it that much. It's called Age of War. Okay. And, like, there's two towers, and it's one of those things you have to spawn things and like you get tower defense when you kill each other yeah but like there's only two spots it's just yeah. a linear plane yes and then like you can like rain stuff down from the sky on the oh god it's so yep. dumb but like there's a way Sounds to like cheat and you get like game. a bunch of these you can get like uh oh i can't think of what they're called they're like uh 
turrets. Okay. And like, <laughs> and you go through the time. So like, it starts with cavemen, though. Then goes to like knights. Then goes to like the the church. Like he's like churchy era. I don't know. They're not armor on or anything. Like farmers. Right. And then it goes to like modern day war, and then to the future, and then like the future turrets like are so OP that like it ends up killing them as soon as they spawn out of their tower and it hits their tower too after it kills them because it continues shooting a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it literally kills their tower like that. It's pretty stupid. That yeah. is I like I don't know why they never fixed that. But yeah. <laughs> I played it literally last week on my phone. Oh my god. They have an Age of like, War two now. Yeah, it's a little it bit sounds like me with pocket tanks. Wow. Gosh, there's a lot of old Did you play games. pocket tanks? Back I today? did not play pocket were you, tanks. Where you I'm like not sure. two two tanks spawn like and then it just builds the terrain in between you guys. Okay. And you have to calculate your angle and oh, your power. I that, yeah. And then there's like different shots. There's a groundhog shot that goes underground. Okay. And there's the nuke or napalm. And I found that game on the phone on the Android uh, store. Mm-hmm. And it still has all of the same stuff where I, I, I've almost purchased the deluxe pack. Like, I don't know, so many times. I'm waiting to have enough Google money saved up to buy it because it's ridiculous to buy, pay, spend $5 on a game. It is. That literally nobody will ever play with right, me. Right, right. Because it's free and someone should play it with me, Ryan. But <laughs> uh, maybe. It's so fun. Maybe so. But like, you can take turns. Like, I, I'll I'll do my turn and then it'll go away and then you do your turn later in the day and it, it'll say, oh, Ryan did his turn and go back and forth. And okay. okay. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, noted. Thank you, Troy. What is, it, what is it called again? Pocket Tanks. Pocket Tanks. All right. Uh, so it's asymmetrical multiplayer is the yeah. thing you're trying to describe. Got it. Um, yeah, that sounds all right. I might, I might try it's that. Fun. There's a couple games that utilize asymmetrical multiplayer to its advantage. Uh, Scrabble is one of them. I like Scrabble quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, fuck, we didn't... Fuck playing words with friends with Ryan. <laughs> that was a horrible that. choice. Come on, man. It's a horrible words choice. Words with friends is cool. <laughs> because you're really good at it. English major. I know. That's why he doesn't like any other games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> this is not good at him. <laughs> and you're not wrong. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I hope in the next generation, like... We have some up-and-coming developers that are willing, or publishers, rather, that are willing to take bigger risks than what we had in this generation. So you got your EAs, you got your Activisions, um, and they're still making games, but they're still kind of pumping out the same the game. things we've already played. Like Destiny, I guess, is a new IP um, for this generation yeah. that we kind of didn't bring up. Um, did a lot of Warframe. Like. Warframe. Warframe. Uh, Warframe, Warface. Yeah. It was also a game. It was also a Hellblade. Hellblade? Or was that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hellblade. I didn't play it, but I know that's that's one. Yeah. I just thought about that. Um, yep. Microsoft owns that now. And, and towards the end of the generation, we got a little bit more. Like the Outer Worlds was pretty Outer new. Wilds. Yeah, that's Outer true. Wilds. Outer Wilds. Out. Yeah. And like there, there are always going to be people making games on a smaller scale than yeah. what the other guys are putting out. Um, but I think. Probably my savior for next gen is going to be Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. But that'll only be one game that'll come out at the beginning of that generation. So I I don't know. I, don't do you think we'll just consoles? get more sequels? Like, what do you guys think? So for the next 10 years, in 20, 
30, <laughs> in 10 years, in 2030, if we're still doing this fucking podcast, I have no idea. If we will, we will be on episode 800 or something. Um, what do you guys think in 2030 gaming will bring? Like, obviously, I think we will see the continued evolution of VR. Yeah. I think that'll be almost it. Ubiquitous? Like, you I, think VR will be ubiquitous? I think it'll be one of those things where it almost comes like a Ready Player One kind of thing. Okay. Like, uh, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't even know if I'm correct in saying that. But, like... Hey, you get the gist. Like you got you the, saw the trailer, you got the you whole like got you got your whole VR station. You know, you got right. the treadmill. You got the you got the. They're already doing like the sensors, like where you can actually feel touch and stuff like that. Like that's like the that's haptic what, feedback. The haptic vest feedback. Is what you're yeah, exactly. About? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think they'll get further into haptic feedback, and people are going to be really attracted to that. Then that's when VR is really going to take off, is because people are literally not only seeing things and feeling like they're there, they're actually going to feel those things and experience them. Okay. So, um, all and right. Like, say there's a say there's an apocalypse, VR. you know, and people are like, oh, you can't go outside. Now you got to experience outdoors in VR. I mean, here we are. Trick your mind. Kind of almost in an apocalypse. Yeah, dude. Like, when I'm in freaking when I'm playing Pavlov, dude, yeah. like I feel like I'm in Pavlov. <laughs> I feel like I'm actually <laughs> shooting people. Like first time I shot myself in the head, it was the scariest thing ever. Yeah. Like I was so I was like, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw my own dead body. I thought I just died, and that was me. That is a fucked up yeah, thing to pretty, do, yeah. for sure. When you, How, when you kill yourself in VR, you really kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. That's I, really scary. I think, so my argument against the possibility of VR would be that uh, I appreciate the compatibility that it has. So, like, Steam VR and Oculus work together with very few hitches. Yeah. Like, it mostly just works. Yeah. And I appreciate that, but I think as we get into VR, those will become more and more segmented. So I think we get to a point in the future where Oculus is Oculus and Steam is Steam. Really? Yep. You don't think? Um, that's tough because I don't think people would buy Oculus if it wasn't for Steam being a thing. Like, for example, I wouldn't have gotten Oculus if I wasn't able to play Pavlov on it. Pavlov is a Steam exclusive. So okay. there's a lot. Steam has a lot. Like everybody wants to put their games on Steam. I mean, not everybody, but like a lot of people want to put their Steam. But Valve. Oculus has Facebook's backing, so it doesn't true. fucking matter if it has Steam. It has Steam right now because they want early adopters to tell everybody how awesome Oculus is. This is the uh, similar to what we got with like. Mm, trying to think of a good example of like. Some people original well, original Xbox with uh, well no because that wasn't even on, I was thinking original Xbox with Halo, but that was exclusive. Well yeah, so so over. it's it's probably more akin to just like Microsoft in general and the way that they tried to bridge the gap or failed to bridge the gap between the 360 and the Xbox One. Yeah. So Oculus right now has a lot of goodwill towards it because of its intercompatibility with Steam and Windows Mixed Reality and uh, stuff like that. But I think eventually we get to a point where Facebook says Oculus is Oculus and Steam is Steam and we are optimizing Oculus to be its own thing. Mm -hmm. And Valve and Steam and... Uh, whoever's making Valve's headsets now, the Index, um, it's, it's, and the HTC Vive, like those are going to be, those are going to live in their own world and will not be intercompatible with Oculus games or, and vice versa. Hmm. 
I think we get to a point where that happens with VR. I think it becomes more of a closed well, system. But Oculus has been more of a budget system than it has been a really um, immersive VR experience. Like, right, I don't think right. that was necessarily their goal when it came to making the Rift S. Because, well, like, they had the Rift. With, certainly not with the, like Rift the Rift S. And, the Rift S isn't, like, significantly so much better than the Rift. I mean, it is a it's lot better. Cheaper, but it's cheaper, which is the thing that matters. It is cheaper, yeah. So I do think it is a, like, it's almost ha it's half the price of the, of the Valve Index. Right. Less than right. half the price. And, like, that alone is good. So I don't think, I, I don't think I see them doing that. I almost see them just being the cheaper option for maybe maybe people who like like the new consoles for example maybe they release a like a, a less powerful version such as a Switch Lite. So like Oculus Rift is now going to be the Switch Lite. Even though Oculus is like the people that really started the whole VR thing. They're really the ones the ones that really kicked it off. Right. But other people are like we know how to do it better and I just don't think Oculus is going to take over that I think VR or at least do with, very well. With everything going on right now, the way it's all moving to everything being cross cross compatible or yeah, cross and less play, exclusivity i think that it's going to keep going in that direction more than going away like mm -hmm. what okay. if later on we're like Collins got the better setup and he's playing Call of Duty in VR and I'm playing with him but I'm on my Xbox. Well, there's that a, would be cool. There's the Forest V the Forest, which is just a game for PC. Yeah. But I can play in VR. My brother can play in PC. It's not a VR game, but I can play it in VR. Minecraft, same thing. Yeah. Minecraft, I can play Minecraft in VR and play the same I th I'm pretty sure the same level that server. you are on. Yeah, same definitely. server. So I can actually do that myself, which is trippy, but you can do it. Well, I so I guess like the PlayStation Store and the Xbox Store, the digital storefronts, yeah, like those, separate. those are separate and they will never be together. And I just, I have a hard time thinking that Oculus is going to stay this like open market kind of deal. Like they're, they are eventually not going to they, want you to buy games on Steam when you could fucking buy them on they Oculus. They don't have better exclusives, though. And, and I don't think comes, that matters. And also, they can get better exclusives because they're a billion-dollar company. Yeah, but there's also, like, the Steam community, which the Oculus doesn't have a good community. There's no community, good community page or anything like that. Yep. Like Oculus, the f way you do your friends on Oculus is a little bit sketch. It sucks because yeah, you have to have Facebook. Steam is like way better for it. And most of your friends are already on Steam. So if they get VR, you just hop on like that instead of it being a separate I'm thing. not saying it won't but, be a problem for them. I'm mm -hmm. saying it will happen. <laughs> it will absolutely be a problem and it will suck ass. Jeez. But like at the same time, Oculus doesn't have that many good exclusives. Mm -hmm. More people are wanting to make games for Steam VR. Right. Which I right. think more publishers are wanting to do that too. Unless sure. Oculus somehow offers a better deal or to those game companies are making more Dump money than they would be money. on Steam. Yeah. Yep. So I'm not That's sure. That's how you solve that problem. Kind of how. Yeah, like they have, like right now, they only have Steam. like the, the Star Wars yes. stuff. They have the Star Wars stuff. But most of Oculus, like Stormland, I think there's like two mm -hmm. more that yeah. are Oculus exclusives, but they still aren't that good. Okay. Like they're good. It's a reason to have Oculus Store. But right now, there's a way to play Oculus. Like, if you don't have an Oculus, there's still ways to get on Oculus Store and play Oculus games. So what about it's for... it's backed by Oculus. What like about for next-gen consoles? So do you... Uh, so they're launching this year in 2020. In 2020 or 20. 
27, I guess, we'll yeah. maybe get a new console, whatever that ends up being. So by 2030, we will have gone through this gen and we will be on next next gen. Jeez. Um, so do you think by the end of this console generation, the PS5 and the... Um, Series X. Uh, the Xbox Series X get some sort of VR compatibility? Um, In seven years, do you think that happens? I, well, I have to take a look at where we are right now, too, in order to say that, because Xbox, like, I mean, Phil Spencer talked a little bit about, I'm pretty sure it's Phil Spencer, they talked a little bit about VR. He did a little bit yeah. and said that he was not opposed to it, but opposed, they were yeah. not focusing on it. They're not focusing it. on it, exactly. So, like, I could like, very well were, see it becoming a thing, but I also could very well see it not being a thing and not being not having it be that big of a deal, because obviously you have the the more single player based game because VR you have to stand up you got to do all that right. it's a physical activity so you're still going to want to have those games where you're actually sitting down relaxing hanging out with your family not just everybody's wearing headsets and sucked into fake reality right you know, <laughs> virtual reality literally what about for uh, like do we see a future where Microsoft buys Nintendo is that a possibility in the future, and I'm. This is like a out there theory. They have I don't think worked together in the past. How much money would that together. take? I, th I don't think they would buy them because okay. that wouldn't. It's a respect thing. Yeah, I think they would just. Yeah, but like, Sony would buy Nintendo fucking tomorrow. Sony's yeah. Sony, so. <laughs> but Microsoft would be like, "No, we'll back you, dude." Yeah, right. yeah. So we'll just help you out. We we want your stuff on ours and yours. Our, Our stuff, stuff on, on yours. yours. Exactly. Okay, well, all right. What What's your next-gen, your mainline prediction for next-gen? Considering Minecraft Dungeon came out oh, yeah. day and date on everything, and it's all, like, cross-play. Okay. Like, I feel that cross-play thing is going to get bigger. Mm -hmm. All right. I agree. To, to the point of where it doesn't matter what I buy it on. If my friend has it, we can play together. Yep. And that's my big thing. Is just even I know we talked Call of Duty to death, but yeah, that game being cross-play across everything is big. Like it it's super big, and like I didn't expect that to happen that fast. Right. Not to mention, it's still weird to log on to my Xbox and see that I have friends that are on their PC, but it yeah. shows me what game they're playing. Like, they're yep. my Xbox friend. Yep. Yeah, like, that is weird. Austin came back into work today. He's he's back to work after being off for however long. And I was. that's how I knew he got a new PC, is mm -hmm. because it doesn't show an Xbox symbol there now. Yeah. It shows a PC. Yep. So I was like, you got a, you got a PC, huh? He's like, yeah, you saw that, huh? Yep. Uh, uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's and cool. sport. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just just the way everything's going is more of a. What about game streaming? Where's that going, dude? So many questions. <laughs> this is the last one. Okay, well, game I want to I want to comment a little bit more about okay about that, right. the whole next gen thing, which Troy's saying about the cross compatibility. But I mean, both consoles, Microsoft and Sony, I've talked about being le having less exclusive games like going away from the exclusivity of 
of the Xbox and the PS4. Right. Like Microsoft really doesn't care anymore. Like that's why Minecraft became a thing for PS4 and Switch. Yeah. Because Minecraft was there. They had the right to Minecraft, but they're like, I they know could it. have taken ahead. it away. They yeah. could, right. Well, they could have, and yep. they did. And they did. They're like Minecraft Dungeons. Like we're gonna release it on all platforms. We have the rights to it, but we're still gonna do Dungeons that. Dungeons is on PS4. Dungeons and on is on PS4, Switch, PC, Xbox wow. One. Yep. That's well, all right. Day and day on everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. In wow. Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. You just own it. Yeah. Right. PC it's, and Xbox. It's just mine. Key consoles. That's where I think the Xboxes might might take over a little bit. It's because <laughs> you got the PC in the Xbox. I mean like, Yeah, it's a good you play. Two. You switch like back and forth. Like Microsoft's plan is a good one. It is. Um it is. for helping Here's, to win over people for next generation. You don't have to buy one or is, the other, you know. Is already only is only on PC now. But it's coming to the console. Right, right. So, like, even the PC games that I don't actually have access to right now, I know I'm going to get to play them because of the whole um, Game Pass Ultimate where some things start off here and then move over here. Right. And then vice versa. Sometimes they start off on console and then they show up on the PC. Okay. That's a good, like, jumping off point. Yeah. So Xbox Game Pass works very well. Yes. And will presumably continue to work until Microsoft doesn't feel like supporting it anymore. And if that may be dies, just the be thing sad. that they do from now on. Yeah. Like um, they already roll Xbox Live into it. Um, they are already rolling the game streaming thing into it. Yep. Um, what about like, does Nintendo make this? Does Does Sony expand PlayStation now to act like Game Pass? I doubt it. I... Most PCs are already like a Microsoft, like you don't see a lot of Macs, you don't see like, like Microsoft is PC now, like right. most computers, most people, most things but that people nobody, game on is nobody, Windows. Nobody likes the Windows Store from what I've heard. Yeah, Windows Store yeah. is, is kind of pretty it's buggy. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty buggy, like I, yeah. I have problems with it. Ha- it needs some improvements for uh-huh. sure. But I mean, I I've don't heard see, the same thing about the Xbox Sony. in general, so, but I like it. Yeah, I don't see Sony doing that. Okay. No. They're going to focus on their movies. <laughs> okay. Now you can game in movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make I your still, own movie. The, the whole um, jump in. I don't, a, I don't think there's game, any though. way they can't. Yeah. I don't think there's any way that Sony goes through this next, like maybe through this next generation, they still say, okay, PlayStation now is 10 bucks. It's still game streaming. Maybe that runs better by the end of the generation than it does currently because it doesn't function very well right now, uh, according to reports. But like that stuff will get better. It will get faster. It will get more reliable. Um, They don't have the power of, um, what is Azure? Azure, yeah. Yeah. That Microsoft well, is just actually owns. actually they do because they partnered with Microsoft on Azure with their game streaming stuff for PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> so they're already working they together. Actually do. <laughs> they're just not using it. Microsoft's like, no, turn theirs down. Just yeah, like, yeah. Not just- you guys get the off brand. <laughs> I mean, it's still the same brand. Theirs is just called Blue. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but like Google Stadia and Amazon getting into games like. I just wonder where that's going to go. Like, by the end of this next generation, do we have maybe a 50-50 split where you're streaming most games, you're streaming some games and and downloading some games? Like, is the terabyte SSD limit 
on the next generation consoles going to be a huge fucking deal. Yeah. It was a huge deal before Netflix became a thing to download a movie. Yeah. Like, fuck that. Storage They're is huge. Storage is expensive. Storage is, is expensive. Fast storage is even more, more expensive. expensive yeah. So if they fix the game streaming thing where you just stream games, pretty that darn close. eliminates the need to have a download fast it, SSD. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's like, obviously I can't predict the future, but I just worry about the game streaming thing versus like looking at the te tech demo for the PS5, the Unreal Engine demo we looked at a couple of episodes ago, like that is an impossibility through game streaming. No way that feels good yeah. if you were streaming that yeah. because it doesn't feel good now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. There are so many questions, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, we went off on a, a little bit of a deal there. Uh, let's take a break, and uh, we'll be right back with some more shit. Oh, we don't really have a pod to plug. Do you guys want to want to plug a pod? No. <laughs> I think we just do. We did. We did plug a pod earlier. Yeah. So just do. Oh, we did. We yeah, plugged Grief Burrito. Yeah, All so right. Just put Grief Burrito. We're gonna hear from Grief Burrito again. Why not? BRB. <laughs> I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And, and we're the Grief Burrito Podcast. Podcast. Do you want to listen to the number one gaming podcast on Podchaser? Of course you, you do. do. Wait, wait. Is that us? Did you check that? There's comedy, gaming, and movies. Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito Podcast. Fuck. No, I don't know. I'd that was all right, and we're back from break, everybody. Thanks to Grief Burrito for letting us run their promo. We are going to get to a little thing we like to call the news time. Yeah, news. Alan? <laughs> All right. Breaking news. Hey, is it news time? It is. God, Troy. Bye, Troy. Yes, it's fucking news time, Troy. Oh, okay. All right, first bit of news comes to us from... Actually, I don't know what this says. This one's Dote Troy's Sports. news. Um, this is from DOT Sports. Dot Sport. Dot Sports. Dot Esports. It's Esports, yeah. So, oh, sorry. Dot Esports, yes. I thought maybe it was a Detroit Tigers thing. It does look like that. But it's not that. So Apex Legends player creates code of conduct to make public matches more enjoyable. So. Legit? Like, code of conduct? What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is an Apex Legends player has taken matters into their own hands uh, regarding player behavior. The fan shared a mock code of conduct for Battle Royale yesterday to help public matches be more enjoyable when playing with randoms. Uh, the player outlined 15 simple rules that are designed to make teams work together without being overbearing or distracting. Some of the rules will seem familiar to players who try their best to be good teammates, but a lot of players break them constantly and are often uh, seen as a detriment to their squad. Mm. So Let's just a, leave this. This isn't just random. Apex. This is also probably like just Battle Royale in general. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is specific to Apex, but yeah. I would imagine some of the rules can... Make sure you ping things that you don't need. The players could meet. Yeah. I'm sure that's on there. 
So this is a well, post. This is the post on Reddit. Really small. Uh, it is really small. Let's see if I can make this. Yeah. There you go. There is no. Right. On. Holy fuck! Not that much. Yeah, not that much. Big. Um, can you? No, I want me to yep, read it. Yeah, read it. Colin. There is no claiming legends on character selection. Sometimes you get first pick. Sometimes you get last. What does that mean, Troy? So like, if you hover over a guy, like in the character select screen, like you get you pick in an order, and if player two hovers over the character they want to try and like get player one not to pick that character. Okay. Like that doesn't you get you'll get first pick, bro. Just calm down. <laughs> pick your second best player gotcha. and deal with it. Okay. Yeah. It says do not immediately leave a match because you did not get the legend you wanted. You are screwing over your team. Yeah. So you at least leave the match and they have to Fuck you. I wanted to be yeah. that guy. Instead of four you run with two now. Okay. If you are not the jump master do not spam ping drop locations. It's not your turn to choose. <laughs> do not solo drop because you do not like the location the jump master is going to. <laughs> On the drop, break away from the jump master so you are not looting in the same exact location. That makes sense. That's a pretty good one. When you die, don't immediately leave the match. Give your team a chance. When you die, don't spam, don't spam ping your dust pox, especially if you want your teammates, <laughs> especially if your teammates are still in combat. If your teammate is knocked down, make sure the area is safe before attempting to res. If you're knocked down, understand your teammate is making sure the area is safe before they res you. <laughs> if your teammate is knocked down, revive them before looting death boxes. If your teammate is dead, do not loot their box unless it's for meds or, or the next respawn beacon is super far away and they leave no chance of reclaiming their gear. If your teammate is dead, respawning them should be the top priority. <laughs> if you are dead and your team has your banner, do not spam ping the, re do not spam ping the respawn beacon location. Do it once while they still wait. Do it once in a while so they know where to go. Share meds, share ammo, ping valuable loot. Communicate with your team. If you are moving, ping where you're going. Identify enemies. Acknowledge teammates' pings. All right, that's a pretty decent set it of is. rules. That's kind of I, that's a lot of it, like Warzone too. Yeah, and everything definitely. Like that. You don't want to spam anything ever. Right. You just want to be a good team player. I think the only one I might disagree with is two. So do not immediately leave a match because you didn't get the legend you wanted. Fuck that. <laughs> no, I, I think it's like if you die, is it? Oh, well, it says give your team a chance because they can can revive you. No, no, this two. is saying I know, but I'm saying that okay. one's like I don't know why you're upset okay. about that. Like, not everybody. You're not always gonna get your favorite legend, dude. Um, so. In terms of like Paladins, Paladins yeah. also has character select and you play as a specific character. And I always play as Ash. And if somebody else plays as Ash, I cannot on my team. You can't have two Ashes. You could have an Ash on the opposite team unless you're playing competitive. Um, and Paladins is pretty good about like forcing you into the match because once you start a lobby you cannot back out yeah like there's no way to back out unless you shut your fucking console off so in <laughs> apex legends it, like you could shut the game off i guess yeah shut the game um, off the console. you could yeah but you have to reload the game and yeah. then get in again um so in apex legends troy is there a similar system or can you just bail out of a lobby whenever you can just bail out of the okay. lobby so like you don't get the person you want and once once you go to the character select screen, your team is already committed to being your team. Okay. And you only get three. Right. Because it's trios in this game. Yeah. So if you all three are in there picking, you don't get first pick and you don't get your favorite pick. Well, fuck so that. So you get to the end, you get to the part where you can quit and you just quit. 
So why wouldn't it and let you? And then it's you, just two. So why wouldn't it let you just choose all three at the same time? Like, what does it matter? Why do because you take turns? When you take turns, then it does give the other players a chance to. So, like I said, if you're third pick, but you want to use this person, you hover over that person and be like, this is my, you know, this is my main. Okay. Basically, yeah. is what you're saying. So that they can think, well, if they're going to be them, then I could play as this person. Because, I mean, even then, you're still trying to assemble a team because there's assault, there's defense, and then there's, uh like, a med kit person. Okay. So e- even then, you're trying to assemble a good team. Right. You don't want three right. assaults. For sure. Yeah, and that's so the that's, same way Paladin Yeah, is. so that's the same thing of, you know, if you don't get your person, well, pick your second best and just go with it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Because you should you should have a main of but each play style most likely. I guess uh, at least my, I do. My question would be for like respawn, yeah, um, respawn Vancouver, as it were. Um, why let people do some of these things? Like why let people leave the leave the lobby? Because you can't back out in Paladins. That's yeah. just a thing that happens. You have to pick a character and you have to play that whole match. You can't yeah. even quit out of a match. Like, unless you shut your Xbox off. Mm-hmm. But or shut the game the off. The problem is, is then it's a... So you die. I mean, that's you're, the shitty part. You're a, you're you a bad respond. teammate. You're, you're, or you're, you're bad at the game, so you right. die. You don't respawn. That's a good point. And then you're pinging, trying to get your teams to re- ping, team ping, to revive ping, you. Ping. And they're like, fuck you, you died in the first 10 seconds because you didn't go where we wanted you to. All right, well, that's a bad example <laughs> of the thing that I was saying. Um, but, like, should this be on players? Obviously, some of this is self-explanatory. Yeah. But should this kind of a thing be on players to come up with this, or should this have came from the top down? Like, and and should some of these things go into effect as the way that the game is like functions? Yeah. Like, should respawn include some of these things to be like? Yeah, I mean, some of them are gameplay related, yeah. so they're not. But with Call of Duty, you can like if you're dead, you can only ping like every. 20 30 seconds like it, it so yeah so you can't spam spam exactly if you want to keep it on the screen if you're playing with people that are new and don't know where buy boxes are mm-hmm. you want to ping every time it disappears otherwise they'll forget <laughs> yeah <laughs> right well oh there's a guy in that direction but i need to go over there right so oh he pinged again let me go that way Shiny. You yes. just get distracted by shiny. <laughs> You're playing with people like me. Yes. At that point. Yes. What was that? Oh, where? <laughs> was that a guy? Was that a fucking guy? Somebody tell me. Uh, what do you think, Colin? Should Respawn take a little bit more of this into their own hands, or do you think this should be on players like... I'm going to sign this code of conduct. Maybe like in the game somewhere. Just be like, hey, some like things, in the training? things to consider. Or maybe like even when you're loading into a game, maybe it pops up on the screen. That'd be a good Like, idea. you know, yeah, like little notes. Yeah, like yeah. a tool tip. Yeah, like a little tool tip. Like exactly. Rule one. Yeah, like, you know, like when you're loading in a game, like Skyrim has a little text on the bottom. Like, have yeah. it be like that. That is a super good idea. Mm-hmm. For sure. I like that a lot, Colin. So that way everybody will eventually know the rules. Mm-hmm. And you can, oh, okay. And you can. Even if you don't cognitively think about that during the game, it will be in the back of your mind. Yep. And you will learn, yeah, I like it. 
that's a good idea. Let's tweet that at Respawn mm-hmm. if sure. people haven't already. I bet some people have. I bet. I bet. Um, anything more to say about this, gentlemen? No. I think they should have something like that on every game. Like That's a good point. Every Battle Royale game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so the whole like article here just breaks down the rules that we kind of just talked about. Um, so let's move on to the next bit of news. The John Wick writer has some pretty cool projects in the works. So uh, this comes to us from GameSpot. And uh, Derek Kolstad is the guy who created the John Wick character and wrote the first three films. And he has his his eyes set on multiple video game adaptations. So you will like one of these, Troy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So last year, Troy and I played and loved a game called My Friend Pedro. And the John Wick writer is working on an adaptation, a show adaptation. For yep. shows. A pitch for that to be a TV show, uh, and I am super fucking excited. That'd be awesome. That'd be uh, a good show. So My Friend Pedro and Bendy, Bendy, Bendy and the Ink Machine? Bendy and the Ink Machine. I that's don't know a, what that that's is. A, um, it's kind of like Five Nights and Freddy's. Kind of a spooky okay. horror. It has the same layout as... Boy, there is zero information oh, no, on GameSpot. Yeah, it's not showing it. Yeah, it's, um, it's like a... From what I've seen of it, it's literally just Android a and iOS mobile game. Okay, it's a it's a, a oh, it's Five Nights more. at Freddy, fr- yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's, but oh, and six more. I yeah. see it here. Yeah, it's Mac. Gotcha. Nintendo, yep. PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Literally all of so all Five of Nights console. at Freddy's kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, so survival horror type of you're sitting there hitting buttons, going through cameras and whatnot. Okay, um, so Colstead says that he uh, has. T- Says they named these two projects, fucking Christ. Cole said, says they named these two projects because I literally have post-it notes on my computer. This is what I'm working on today. He also, he's also attached to numerous other film projects, including two remakes um, with the directors of John Wick. And I don't know any of this other stuff. So... I'm super excited about this and hope this comes to fruition. That would be super fucking cool. Um, but it says he's been attached to a couple of other other projects for a while. He has been working on the adaptation of Hitman for Hulu since 2017. And we haven't heard anything more about that according to the article. And in May, he was also announced as a screenwriter for a Just Cause film. Oh, nice. So there's a fourth John Wick coming to theaters and oh, is releasing gosh. in May 2022. I haven't seen the third one yet. I have not. The I have not seen one any of them. Pretty actually. good. I, I, I've seen, I like all of them. They're all good. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just like insane action the whole way through, kind of like Crank. Okay. Yeah, it's Crank like, is fucking good. It's like Crank, but it's got the funniness of just like a John Wick movie. So my, yeah, okay. Just well, to I reference mean, the John like, Wick as like the thing. The whole, reason that, the whole reason he's killing all these people is because they, they stole his dog. I like, am a little bit aware of that because <laughs> like, of the internet. Yeah. Oh, they stole my puppy dog. I'm going to kill everybody until I get my puppy back. <laughs> I mean, I think my friend Pedro is a 
probably like a a world that has been created that is ripe for yeah. other adaptations, like be it comic books or be it film. Um, like the slow motion stuff is like straight up Matrix shit. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm watching this gameplay. This oh, could cool. be <laughs> really, really fucking cool uh, if you were to put this into a film. They are uh, way more smooth than I was on yeah, the Switch. Yeah, this this isn't me <laughs> playing here. Uh, <laughs> I was playing on the Switch. This was definitely not me. Yeah. Complete. What did they get? What did they get? Probably an S. That's fucking bullshit. I've never gotten an S. Oh, Christ almighty, <laughs> I got an S. No, I have not. <laughs> that was really smooth. Um, yeah, so that... I, I love everything about my friend Pedro. It is bonkers and crazy, and I think the story would work well in a show setting. Certainly, uh, something episodic would be really, really cool. Um, so let's move on to the next bit of news here. Um, this comes to us, oh, again, from GameSpot. And there is a fan project in the works to bring back the first-gen Xbox Live in 2020. <laughs> so this uh, is called the Insignia Fan Project. And so... What does it want to bring back? So I wondered this as well, because uh, I don't think I ever put my original Xbox online. I, I don't think I got online until the they 360. They have it, but they... And what yeah, they even? had LAN, they had Xbox Live, technically. I just did um, LAN. I never did into the internet. Correct. And I, I never did either. I never had anything fast enough to yeah, no. to get onto the internet with the original Xbox. So uh, this fan project being called Insignia is being developed by Luke Usher, and he's providing uh, updates for it on his personal Patreon. I am going to message him and see if we can get him on the pod. Okay. Um, but basically this article breaks down um, the fact that he is working on a an emulator, basically, that will emulate, like, on the server side, what Xbox Live did for the original Xbox. So he is going to re release it for free, and it will re not require any modifications or patches for owners of Xbox consoles. The goal is for the original Xbox Live project uh, to have it up, up and running in autumn 2020, and it would be pretty nostalgic, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so there's a video cut here from YouTube, and I'll put this uh, portions of this in the show notes. So welcome to Xbox Live. It has the original OG Xbox dashboard. Um, you can choose your area. <sighs> you make a gamer tag. Oh, boy. This is good. I like a lot of this. So I guess you'll be able to just have whatever gamer tag that you want. Yeah. But what would you do with this? Like, yeah, I am confused. Um, would you play old original Xbox games with it? Or would so, it just be a thing where you go through and create a name and then that's it? They made it sound like you could play legacy games like Halo and Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon through it. So yeah, yeah and enjoy. Yeah, right here. So multiplayer through the old version of Xbox Live, should you have these games uh on the original Xbox. So I'm I'm guessing it will be like 
like <laughs> our podcast is already kind of a niche thing, right? <laughs> so this will be a niche of a niche for <laughs> people that still have original Xbox consoles. They still fucking work. And have the capability to hook them up to the internet. We have the, all those like, things. Yes, we do we have, have all, all of those things, Troy. Thanks to you, officially, we do yes. have all of those things here in this house. <laughs> we have an original Xbox and the internet. And, and it the, works. And it works. <laughs> we probably have a copy of Ghost Recon somewhere. Oh, I bet we do. Um, so uh, the, there's a private beta plan for some time in the future. And he is looking for Patreon supporters uh, to help him with this project monetarily, obviously. So I'll put links to those things in the show notes, and I'll probably do some sort of video pop-up in the video version of this pod. Um, But that looks cool. Uh, I don't exactly know what you're going to do with that. I don't know what the restrictions were when (laughs) Xbox Live was in its infancy. So... I don't know. Hopefully we can get him on to talk about this on the pod because I am on board for legacy machines working it as the way they were intended to work. And that's why I enjoy the backwards compatible stuff so much. Like, I think you should be able to play your games when and where you want them. Yeah. And it's it's cool if this still works because I think, let's see, they shut the original Xbox servers off probably four-ish years ago, sometime before we started doing the pod, there was a couple of guys that we that were um, running Halo 2 yeah. on the original Xbox, and there was something about Microsoft not being able to shut the servers off while there was still devices connected. <laughs> so they what they did was just left their devices connected, like formed a private Halo 2 lobby <laughs> and just had Halo 2 Constantly running. running yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so that Microsoft wouldn't shut down the old Xbox Live server for the original Xbox. And... Uh, yeah, I remember that coming out as news that like these guys were trying to prevent Xbox Live from being shut down. And I think Microsoft, they were good sports about it. Like it was in the days of Phil Spencer at that point. Mm -hmm. So I think they gave them like a year free of Xbox Live and like, just like, hey, thanks for being Xbox fans. We appreciate it. But we got to shut these. Yeah, eventually, eventually they did. I don't know if they got disconnected or something. Uh, it, it did get it did get shut down eventually. So uh, it's cool to see this coming back though. Like since I was never able to experience this back when it was a thing. Like yeah. I think that would be. I don't know that I'd necessarily input my credit card information. <laughs> yeah, like, I wouldn't either. like that guy just did in yeah, that video. But uh, yeah, it would still be cool to play Halo Two or even the original Halo on. Uh, the original Xbox through the original have, Xbox Live. I have so many memories of just land parties. Of For sure, Halo 2. yeah, I've played fuck ton of that Halo Two, and it was Tim's grandma's house. I forget where their their his grandparents were, mm-hmm. but we had everybody over. We all had our own Xbox, and we yeah. all had a Halo Two. And a different TV and different Xbox throughout yeah. the rooms. Yep. Throughout the rooms so no, nobody could screen cheat. And, like, <laughs> yeah. we, we went and bought, um, before it was even a thing that we knew what to do with it, was the um, the routers, like, to 
connect a bu- connect a bunch together. Right. Like we had to b- go buy one of those because we were like, well, how do we make this many people connected You're, at like, once? And it wouldn't necessarily even have been a router. It was like a land bridge, basically. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not not a wireless router. Not like a, a wireless like a regular router. It was like wired a, router. It was a wired router that didn't hook to the internet. It was right. specifically made to hook machines together. People don't even like you don't even <laughs> hear the term router separated. When you think of a router, it just is a wireless router. It's a Wi-Fi router. Um so yeah, that's unless you're that's from good. which I I really enjoyed. I was on Greek Burrito's stream the other day and he called it a router. Ruta. <laughs> ah, bless his heart. Well, Ruta. I got a new router and it's really nice. I don't know how to say it in his accent, yeah. but it was like. Well, I mean, it's just wait, like how it is. Like, follow the route, follow the route. Yeah. It's like that, you know? <laughs> router, router. Cool. Router, router, root, route. He was Boy, I did not think about that until you just said that, Colin. Root and route. It's yeah. a root, but it's a router. Strange. Okay. All right, next so you bit of news. The route. <laughs> you don't say follow the route? Yeah, I would say follow the route. I would too. So it's a router. <laughs> I hate it so you're much. Just, yeah, you're just <laughs> saying that you technically have to call it a router now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> next bit of news comes to us from Kotaku. Dino Crisis fan brings game back into the 21st century with 4K 60 FPS support. But it still looks like garbage. It does. It, looks- it still looks like Capcom's garbage. So Capcom's <laughs> old Dino Crisis, which came out in 2000, isn't available commercially on the PC, and getting the original to boot in 2020 can be a nightmare. <laughs> Enter this very modern makeover. PC Gamer reports that Dino Crisis Rebirth update takes the Japanese version of the game and does stuff like giving it DirectX 9 support, a new 3D rendering mode, improved audio, new resolutions up to 4K and ultra widescreen <laughs> and smooth fa- frame rates at either 60 or 30 frames per second. Wow. You can download the files needed aside from the game itself and get the installation instructions here. So we've got some uh, screenshots. Dinosaur action. Um, the the, the ver- Velociraptor. This, this is very Jurassic Park here. Yeah. Some type of facility with so a looks Velociraptor like garbage. in there. Yeah, that does not look great. Let's go to the Twitter account and see if we can see any more screenshots here. Um. So it is available at patreon.com slash classic rebirth um, for the DualShock 4 LED for health and rumble support. That's pretty okay. So you see your health on the freaking LEDs of the DualShock? Mm, I'm okay with that. So yeah, the player select screen here, we've got it pulled up on Twitter. Um, That looks Looks a little better. Okay, I guess. (laughs) I guess it would depend on how it plays. Why is Nemesis in this? Yeah, isn't that... Yeah, he does all of them. He does Resident Evil and Dino Crisis. Okay, that's why they all both lead to the same thing. Um, They were all made on the same... Screenshots. They were all made on the same... uh, It's just going to look the same. You can't really tell unless you played it. Okay. Like it'd be a smooth fine, transition fine, in, fine. Between, in, in between things, but it still look like polygonal people. I mean, the screenshots of Resident Evil are nice, yeah. but also like, oh, fuck. I forgot that th- 3D games looked this bad ever. <laughs> was, that like, a, was that a list of all the cheats? Probably. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> 
I, I watched the trailer for Final Fantasy VII, the original version. Yeah. On I think it's on Xbox One. I maybe watched it on uh, Switch. That game looks like fucking dog shit. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, no fucking wonder they're redoing it because it looks so fucking terrible. See, that doesn't look bad in motion. No, it doesn't. It looks pretty smooth. Yeah, it looks super oh, smooth. Oh, that looked pretty great. That part okay. where he died didn't look great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just thought this was cool because I like dinosaurs and they don't make dinosaur games anymore. Nope. They and sure it's yeah. uh, kind of a bummer they that they don't. They something, right? Soon? Uh, I was clicking through Twitter and I, I did find a dinosaur game on Steam yeah. uh, that was in early access. Um I want to. They have like. I think it was called the that. island. Well, they, they have the game that survival game, Ark Survival Evolved. Ark has right has yeah. dinosaurs in it, but mm. it's not necessarily about dinosaurs. Yeah. Mm. I really want want to play that. I know I'm bringing you up late, but I want to play that uh, the new shark game that just yeah, Man Eater. Man Eater looks yep. really good. It does. It does look really good. And I don't it looks think it's like too expensive either. It's thirty bucks. I almost bought it over the weekend. You should have probably bought it over the weekend. I didn't. Uh, I was hoping that Ryan would buy it. And then what? Then I'd play it. Obviously, I'm going to buy Saints Row, Troy. I know. Fucking A. All right, next bit of news comes to us from CNET. This is probably the last bit of news here. We're kind of running out of steam here, I think. Uh, Valorant launches for free on June 2nd. Finally. I want to play this game. It's been in closed beta since April. I wish it was on console because it looks really and nice. Yeah, it might I thought it looked really cool. Console, probably. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, we've actually talked about this game a couple of times already. Mm. This is Riot Games' hero shooter, Valorant, coming to PC on Tuesday, June 2nd. So that's actually, like, not too far away. So about a week. Next week? About a week from now. Yeah. The beta period um, will end on the 28th, and then the game will officially launch on the 2nd. Cool. So if you've been playing the beta, your account will reset to good. ensure a level playing field. Good. So that is good. So like, because I, I signed up for the beta too, and I was like, well... If I, I didn't get invited, well, the way, yeah. The way you do the beta is you have to sign up for it, and then you have to watch streams that have like, on Twitch, that have like this thing that like track your account and see if you're actually watching those videos. Lame. So yeah, and then eventually be like, hey, you've been watching these streams of our game, so we'll send you a code. Uh, get gotcha. It. Yeah, so okay. I, I had it, but like I kept every once in a while I click on Riot Games and be like, you don't have access to this game. Like, of course I don't. I don't watch it. <laughs> of course I don't. But like, I'm glad that don't they are resetting the it streams. though. Like, there's going to be so many people that are already freaking uber good at this game and it's going to yeah. piss me off. Like, yeah. I, like, it's going to be starting it's a lot like Counter-Strike too. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of Counter-Strike people are going to be switching over to the, this game and they're going to be doing really good. It does look oh. like a, a uh, like a cross between yeah. like paladins, paladins and Counter Strike, and Counter Strike, yeah. yeah. which is cool. Like yeah. I'm, I'm into that. All and right, I'm, inter- I'm, I'm tempted to see, like, uh, like wanting to know if this game will actually add more Pavlov levels because Pavlov. A lot of people made their maps off of Counter Strike on Pavlov. Okay, so I wonder if they're going to take a lot of Valorant's maps too and make versions of that. That would be that would super be cool. cool. It would be. That'd be yeah. fun. I was watching some game, some. Oh, I was watching Tim the Tapman play this game. Yeah, and. It looks pretty cool the way the powers work. Yep. And like, so your power, one guy's power is a flashbang mm-hmm. that like he he snaps and then it, he you can control it going around a corner or wherever you want it to go. Nice. And then it flashes and then you can go in. That's and cool. Just the way it um like distributes out the powers seems pretty balanced. Right. And right. if they can keep it that way. 
Yeah. And it still does the whole money thing of buying the gun that you have that you want to use at the beginning of the round. Right, right. And that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, I think they'll like that's a counter strike yeah. thing, right? Where you yeah. buy the gun at the beat. Yep. Yeah. Pavlov, same thing. You know, buy the mount, buy right. the guns pre round. Yep. Um yeah, I think that the influences there you can definitely see like the influences of Paladins or Overwatch and uh Counter Strike for sure. And I was because in in uh, Paladins you buy things during the match to like help you power up, yeah. Whether it be like shield damage or extra shield for your own character or cooldown resets or not resets, but like cooldown percentages where you can activate your abilities ten percent faster or whatever yeah. the fuck. So if you have to. In this game, maybe, like, do you have to choose? Like, are there those types of power-ups, or is it mostly, like, gun-based, Troy? Because I know For in Pavlov, they're all gun-based. Purchasing is all guns okay, grenades and all that stuff. Right. But then every character has their own power-ups, too, that you get to use mm-hmm. yeah. throughout yeah. the match. I, but so I like, wonder if you get, you like, get the hero things, things to power up those power-ups is no, what I'm saying. Okay. I don't think so. I think those are set on a level playing field, and then you get to buy your guns as you earn money. And those are the modifications that you can make throughout yes. the match. Okay. And like, okay, so you earn more money, so now you get a scope on your gun. Right. Type of deal. Yeah. Or maybe like slightly faster reload, like that yeah. kind of thing. Well, I, it would be like you buy a a clip with a fast reload clip or right. whatever. Yeah. Right, exactly. Something like that. Exactly. You, you buy upgrades for your gun. Yeah, I think this is cool. Um, unfortunately, I'm garbage at PC games. Yeah, you get so better. I, I, I'm I'm gonna probably have to get better. He's gonna get better. I actually PC. like thought I got pretty okay at Paladins for a little while. Like I was getting a I was getting it down when Rachel and I were playing on PC, mm-hmm. and then I just eventually went back to console because I would have just grabbed my controller on the PC and just yeah. like that. I've tried doing yeah. that with Call of Duty, but it's so goofy. <laughs> So stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fun. I no. rather I like my mouse now. I got too used to it. <sighs> I wish I could get used to a mouse. Plus, like I but the thing is like the one thing I ran into when it comes to playing on mouse though is when you throw a grenade, you have to press G. So you can't move to the right and press G at the same time unless you use your thumb. You have to take your thumb off of the off of the space bar or whatever. Right. Um, but it turns out the middle mouse button also works to throw a grenade, but actually set, I actually program, did a program, I programmed my buttons to be a grenade or throwing knife. So now I can do a lot more movements while throwing, throwing knives, for example. Right. Right. So it's a lot nicer. Yeah. That's when it helps to have a gaming mouse, certainly yeah. mm-hmm. with side more buttons. buttons. Yeah. Yep. I just use, only sure. use one side button right now, but I might pr- program some more. Yep. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know that there's a lot else to say. About Valorant, we don't really know. I haven't really watched a lot of gameplay of it yet. Yeah, I mean, I've watched a, a couple bit. of the trailers, yeah. and then I I haven't watched like anybody that I know stream. Yeah. I just watched a little bit of the mm-hmm. the streams that they were putting out, um, but I didn't even know about that Twitch thing. Like I just assumed they were going to send me a beta code if they wanted me to have one. I didn't know it was like yeah. earn this motherfucking beta code. Yeah, you have to download <laughs> right right launcher whenever. It's pretty stupid. Yeah. Um. All right, well, I didn't get any news for this week, so I guess we'll just ride out to the same song we did last week. I like that song. Yeah, that song's okay. It was okay. It was free. (laughs) 
So we are going to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. This has been Crazy Train of Thought episode. Whatever the fuck we're on, I've been your host, Ryan Wolf. Thank you, Troy, for being here. Thank you, Colin, for being on today's episode. Um, you can check us out on Twitter at The Idiot Savants. You can find us on Instagram at The Idiot Savants. Uh, our link tree links is in the show notes if you want to check that out. So I guess that's it. Scooting. Scooting. See ya. Bye. Off, folks. Yeah. Uno, dos, tres. Oh, sorry. One, two, three. On. One, two, three. One, two, three. Good. That was good. Is that good? Uh, yeah. Is that better? Wait, one more time. Okay. One, two, three. I think that was good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, they look pretty lined yeah, up. In pretty lined up in <laughs> okay, Colin. Um, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and start us off? <clears throat> I should put that music on here just so you know, like, ten, like this, yeah. this summer, blah, blah, blah. Do you want me to play that music? Because I have it. I can pull it real quick. It's fine. It's up to you. Can we just go already? Yeah, let's go. Okay. I'm fine. Ready? <laughs> Troy wants to go. This week. Okay. Okay. <clears throat>